Yo, 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 what up, guys? What up, guys? This is your girl, V. Henny, man. You already know the vibes, man. I have Chanel, the spiritual whistleblower. Hey, everybody. Oh, man. Yo, um, I just, I'm so, I, I, I was saying off air, like, how, how excited I am having you here. Thank um, you. I'm excited to be here. Just speaking with you off air, you're teaching me a lot, and I'm just like, really, like. Oh, that's just the tip of the iceberg, honey. That, that's <laughs> insane. Like, um, you know, I, I tend to not get so personal with, um, you know, with my life, right? Mm -hmm. But the reason why I wanted someone here was because we all have been through um, toxic relationship, I would say, mm -hmm. and. One for me stood out, with, um, that was the first time in my life I've been told I was a narcissist. You were told yeah, you're the narcissist? Like, I oh, was this narciss is going to be good. So, <laughs> so um, because of that, you know, it was, it was a toxic relationship. Um, it became abusive. Um, and, you know, after we went separate ways, um, for me it was so much I had to battle with. I felt like I had to, like, dig deep within myself, try to, I tried to, like, um, dig into deep-rooted pain within, like, from parents to par to grandparents, you know? Um, I just, as I would say, um, facing my demons, my inner demons, you know? So it, it always stood with me, that whole narcissism, you know? And, and how did I the other person behave afterwards? Was this person stalkerish, or um, did they? Well, from what I had noticed at the time, because I decided to stay single, you know, uh, they jumped in a relationship right away. There you go. Um, with someone else. And so when they did that, it was just like, but yet they were still seeking, you know, looking for me. And Covering it, you. Yeah, so it, for me, it, it was like torture. Like, I felt like they were torturing me in That's a sense. That's the ideal. But, you know, I don't want to make it seem as if it was only them because I know there was, or maybe this is just me, me not realizing this is what they do and I, I'm taking the blame for certain things, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but that, again, like, facing everything that I had to face and, you know, overcoming a darkness, mm -hmm. A darkness. It was a darkness. I was in a dark, like, and this was, I kid you not, this was, like, a little over a year ago or so. Like, about a year ago or so, and I dealt with this person, like, on and off two years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was just a lot. I felt like I lost myself. Yeah, that's the idea. That's what they do. So, it, you know, like, so when I, I was talking to, I was interviewing an artist, and I mentioned a little, very, very briefly, like, uh, the, um, what I went through, and she mentioned you. Wow. And I was just like, I have to, I have to reach out to her. Shouts like, out to her. Thank you. Word of mouth. You Thank know? you so much. You're going to be blessed a long time. <laughs> and and I, I was reading your bio. Okay. Uh, you know, you stated that you had to live your truth, live your purpose, right? Absolutely. And, you know, having a conversation between you and God, uh, achieving, I, I will say shout out to achieving the whole, um, you know, like becoming a life coach. Yes. You're, you're also a narcissistic um, abuse expert. So yes. as I was reading that, I, my question, how, how, how this became your purpose? How, like, was this something, like, is it a deeper underlying reason to this journey? Yes. Um, 
not just with myself, but many of the clients that I counsel have similar backgrounds to mine. Um, when you come from a dysfunctional home where your, your parents, one or both, are constantly um, training you to be the caretaker of the family okay. and validating you. And this is at a young age. Okay. You know, because in your youth, they're supposed to be teaching you how to self-respect, how to validate yourself, um, healthy boundaries. Your mm -hmm. parents should be teaching you all of that. But when you have a narcissistic parent and they choose you to be the black sheep scapegoat of the family. Okay. Which is usually the, the one that they constantly pick on. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be the caretaker of the family. You usually have the more responsibility over your siblings. Um, your achievements are ignored and invalidated. Okay. Uh, if you have one or two parents, um, your parents will put you against your siblings. Um, oh, wow. That's called triangulation. Okay. Divide and conquer. Um, they put, yeah, so, you, you know, they treat their children, um, well, they train their children to be competitive against each other wow. instead of being unified and sticking together. Yes, yes, yes. So it, it started from that for me because I have siblings. I'm the eldest. And okay. I was groomed to be the caretaker of not just of my siblings. There was a time I was carrying the weight of my whole family in high school, working two jobs, paying all the bills, and my mother would not work. She's a narc. Okay. Um, and that's where, I, that's where it starts um, for me. And just constantly I kept attracting, whether it was friendships, romantic partnerships. I have a 20-year-old daughter. Her father's a narcissist. And I just said one day, what the F? Yeah. Can we curse? Yeah. No, you don't. You can't fucking curse. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like to curse. No, no, that's fine. I love to curse, too. <laughs> I woke up one day and said, what the fuck is going on? Why do I keep attracting these okay. people? What is wrong with me? So I got into research and um, way before social media. Okay. Because I've been, I've dated many narcs. One put me in the hospital where I had wow. a breakdown. Um, others have physically assaulted me, mm. black in my eye, strangled me. Um, and I just, I, I would just cry, God, why? Why does this keep happening? Okay. Friendships. You know, you've been in a friendship with someone, females, who, females are, are, much nastier narcs than males, by the way. So, you know, they're very competitive, cutthroat, and much more deceptive than the male. I've had horrible, toxic friendships with females who have gossiped and told all my confidential secrets. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, very. So all my life, I have just been, you know, getting rid of these. I attract them, and I got to fight them off because they don't go away. Do you believe in the – do you feel like at one point maybe you – were or you had like similar like traits of being a narc like because the only reason why i'm asking that is could be you um you know that saying um you are what you attract yeah so do you think that maybe at one point maybe you had certain or, or maybe certain traits of that or it was just the fact that since you were surrounded by so many you just never made those changes um well you aren't what you attract um the narcissist is attracted to you because they want to steal your qualities. You don't, um, I'll explain that later. Okay. But, um, there's this term and you can research it on the internet and YouTube. There's videos on it. There's something called narcissistic fleas. Okay. Fleas, like the fleas that a dog will scratch okay. off his body. Narcissistic fleas is when an empath 
when you're surrounded by narcs for okay. so long, you do pick up their habits. Okay. You do pick up some of their nasty. Now, I'm going to just say across the board, everyone is narcissistic. Okay. Um, social media has turned society yes, has. into narcissists. Um, but there's healthy narcissism. Okay. okay. Um, taking a selfie. We all take selfies repeatedly. That's narcissistic. You know, um, self-care, self-love, that's narcissistic, but that's healthy. It becomes a problem when you use your narcissism to hurt and inflict pain on another person. That's the problem. Do you think like narcs are like, they, they're aware of what they're doing? Like the fact, like, like they know they're hurting you. Like a thousand percent. They get off on it. They're very sadistic. They get off on it. They know absolutely what they're doing. Mm. Like, because I'm just wondering, like, so I was doing like some, we was actually doing some research and like, does, so my question to you is, does narcissism and being a sociopath, are they one of the same? Um, they're similar and different at the same time. Okay. Um, sociopaths are narcissistic. Okay. So our president is a sociopath. Oh yes, he is. Sociopaths <laughs> are reckless. They're impulsive. Um, they're fucking airheads and they just don't give a damn. And the narcissism is, is the selfishness, the self-centered, um, non-empathetic part. Now, just because you're a narcissist, you don't have to have the behavioral patterns of a sociopath. You can be, you know, a, a lot of sociopaths are criminal minded. That's why a lot of them end up incarcerated, you know, um, or in trouble all the time because they feel that they're above the law. Okay. A narcissist they're everywhere. They're in the workforce. They're in the churches. They're not always criminal minded because they're not sociopaths and psychopaths. Gotcha. So you can be a narcissist and not be a sociopath or psychopath. But if you are a sociopath and psychopath, you're narcissistic because they're unempathetic and they're very self-centered. Now, going back to your experience, you know, like you mentioned, you got up and you was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, what was that? point right there like what was the icing to the cake um spiritual awakening and I take full accountability because um at some point we got to stop you you know empaths are so loving and that's because your parents conditioned you that's the thing if you have a narcissistic parent one or I have two okay both of my parents are narcs what they do is they raise you and groom you to be a target for abusers when you become an adult. And that's really why you constantly attract them. It's the grooming you received as a child to ignore. That's sad. It, it, it is, but it's that's sad. the reality. Every, every person that you talk to that ha- has been a victim of this, mm-hmm. their parents have done this to them. So if you're constantly jumping from relationship to relationship, and this keeps the abuse keeps happening. And you're like, what, what's wrong? You don't realize you've been programmed since childhood. Mm. That's where it comes from. You never stood a chance from the time you were born because your parent who's a narcissist had it out for you and they're training you. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the movie, mommy dearest or precious. I saw precious. Monique played a narcissistic mother. Yes. She just constantly drilled and drilled and drilled on that girl and, and abused her. That's my childhood. My mother did me the same way. Talked wow. to me like that. My, you know, whether it was picking on my weight all the time. And then I had to go to high school and guess what? Get bullied about my weight. And then I have to come home. So it was constant. So guess what? When I become a grown woman, 
I don't have any self-worth. I don't know how to validate myself. I'm taught to seek validation, validation from people instead uh-huh. of looking inward. So your parents groom you. You're programmed and you don't, you're not aware you've been programmed because this is your way of life. Yeah. So you're groomed to attract abusers and the narcissist can smell it a mile away over you. They know how to seek people like us, us empaths out and they target us. Wow. So you had a spiritual awakening. Yeah. I I didn't mean to get off track. Yes, I had. I mean, no, thank you for that because again, like you just explaining a lot of the things you're, how you're saying is just, it's, I'm looking at things in such a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, um, again, I, I, there was a point where I questioned myself. Like, I, there was moments where I would look at myself. I'm like, yo, are you are you a narcissist? Like, are you narciss- like, narcissistic? Or, you know, like, um, is this, like, is this who you are? Are you your father? Are you, you know, like, this is the questions I was asking myself. And I've, you know, for me, I've always told people, I'm like, like, I, I can't be. I know I'm egocentric, but I'm like, I can't be. I'm like, but also, you know, again, I, I questioned myself, you know, for a while. But um, listening to your perspective, I'm just like. No, I'm, I'm going to school you. Um, this person that called you a narcissist, the reason why they, they called you a narc is because they've been called a narc by other people. They've repeated this behavior with other people, and that's where they learned the term. And now they're you. This is narcs do this all the time. They throw the word around because people. Thanks to social media, um, they're being exposed left and right. Mm-hmm. Okay, whether it's a racist bigot, um, you know, someone that hates um, someone who's homophobic, the hate crimes against gay people, all that. Those are all narcs. Mm. Narcissism and animal cruelty. Narcissism is at the root of all this behavior. Okay. So I'm going to tell you something. Narcissists do not seek they don't do introspection to see what is wrong so the fact that you're seeking answers right there i'm sitting here i'm like oh she's not no narc okay. you want answers <laughs> you're you want answers and you you're not stopping to get them you want to get to the root of your problems narcs don't do yes. that narcs are like oh done with her on to the next mm. they just bounce from one to the next to the next using and discarding people like trash they don't they don't look in the mirror and say i need to work on me i need to go to therapy i need no it's who can I use next? Is this something that you can work on and, and go to like therapy for? Like, and then like maybe in the long run, you know, eventually you could become somewhat. I mean, I don't believe in that word. Um, that word normal, but you know, normal. Dialectal, um, dialectal. I can't pronunciate because I'm a former brace face. I used to wear braces. So okay. dialect behavioral um, therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy. There is therapy for narcissists, okay. but the problem is they don't commit to therapy. Mm. They have to be tricked into therapy. Let's just say you're married to a narc and you're threatening to leave the narcissist. And the narc is like, no, don't go, don't go. What do I need to do? Because they cling. They don't want to lose control. They just want to cheat. They want to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. So if you're married and you say, listen, let's go to marriage counseling or else I'm out of here, the narc will go. Not because he wants to get healing to work on the marriage, but it's manipulation to hold on to his partner. Because when he gets through the first session or second session, he's going to show his true colors in that session. And the therapist is going to be like, okay, you're, you're, you're a problem. And he's going to cancel. He's going to quit. 
So most people, the majority, everyone I talk to that's been married and gone to counseling, it never works with a narc. That's funny. They hate therapy unless the court system forces them to go to therapy or something like that. They're not going to commit. You, you know what's funny is that uh, I remember us doing therapy. You know, we had a really, really bad fight, right? And it became, again, I said it became physical. Mind you, you know, it's... You know, I, I am gay. I'm openly gay, mm -hmm. and so this is with another female. You know? Okay. So. Oh, God bless you. They're wor they're they're. Mm. Go ahead. <laughs> the female is worse than the male. That's all I will say. Uh, you know, I was. I, <laughs> so, um, you know, I remember her mentioning therapy. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, let's do it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I'm speaking to the therapist, and you know, for me it went well, and. I actually was just like, I felt a little better. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, let's continue this. Okay. And eventually down the line, we only did one session. Down the line, it was, it, it was said that I didn't want to do the therapy. Oh, you didn't want, you didn't seem like you liked it. You didn't see, you, like, she's you gaslighting didn't. you. So I thought, I'm like, no, I didn't, I had no issues doing therapy. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm open to it. Let's do it. And she was like, no, I don't know. Well, let's see then. And I'm just like, just set it up. Like, She's so, the narc. That's crazy. She's totally, just off the little bit you told me, honey. So yes. how yes. was your healing? Like you, you know, girl, you grew up to this. Like, so, <laughs> you know, it's, um, it's very deep, it's deep rooted. So how was, your, how was your healing process? As a child, not, we're not even talking about relationships yet. Like uh -huh. as a ch like diving deep into this, like from growing up, your parents. How was your, the healing process with that? Um, I'm completely indifferent to both of them, okay. and this is a part that people struggle with with the parent because it's like that's mom and dad. Even though they didn't did me so dirty, they feel guilty. They feel obligated to maintain some type of relationship. However. Um, no, um, if your mother and father forsake you, the Lord will take you up. And people, uh, you know, if you continue, narcissists get worse with age. Mm, As they get yeah. older, grandkids and all that, they get so set in their ways and they're triple manipulative as they get older. Okay. So the longer you continue to deal with them, you're going to want to commit suicide. If I have any type of relationship between either my parents, they're going to put me to that point because the game plan doesn't stop the triangulation, putting me against my siblings so that we argue or other relatives or telling my personal gossip, not supporting. I've been through two graduations and I didn't invite any of them because I know they would sit there and be jealous and spread gossip. Mm. You know, so you got to get to the point where you're totally, I I'm indifferent to both of them. I don't feel guilty. Um, I love them both. I respect them. But because of the disorder, there cannot be a relationship. And I have accepted that. It doesn't bother me. I'm very comfortable talking about this to anybody. I don't get emotional. I do feel I'm healed from them. Okay. My issues are more romantic because, you know, when you're dealing with a romantic relationship, it's more covert. Yes. And then when you have sex, you're exchanging sexual energy and you build Absolutely. a soul tie. So the romantic part is the more challenging one. But with the family, you can cut family off or distance yourself so that you can heal. Okay. And you make them respect your boundaries. And if they don't, you change your phone number. Uh, hey, I'll have to call the cops if you knock on my door. But you're going to respect 
my boundaries. So my life is peaceful. I don't have any family issues because um, okay. I keep them at, at a distance. But um, that was a process. And I did go through the guilt of, you know, well, that's mom and that's dad. And I kept running back and they burnt me every time I went back. Even when they did me dirty, I apologized for their wrongdoings just to save the relationship. It doesn't work. Mm. It will never work. You can run back a million times. They will sabotage it. The abuse gets worse every time you go back. And it, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Is uh, I'm just taking it in. I'm yeah. taking it's, it's a, a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot to take in. Yeah. It, where did you um, you know, did you take therapy and everything like that in reference? Oh, to I've that? been in several. Okay. I am a huge uh, advocate uh, for for therapy. Um, go as many times as you need. Um, don't feel embarrassed about it. I think everybody needs to go to therapy. And people that Gone think it's it. crazy or, you know, if you'll go to a doctor to get a physical and anything else when you, you, you get sick, why wouldn't you do the same for your, your, your mental? No, absolutely you right. Know? I learned that with my mom. My mom, you know, growing up, like, she, she dealt with, uh, you know, uh, you could say what, her first marriage with my, um, I believe it was about nine years or so, and mm-hmm. it was abusive. Then... The second marriage was with, with my father. She was with him for, you know, like about 20 years or so. And uh, on and off. And that was very emotional. I like the the, my, the the games and my father. You know, I saw, listening to what you're saying, it was, I felt like he too was uh, I, Are I, you an only child? No. It's, uh, my father was a little man whore, so mm-hmm. I have... A lot of siblings for on his end. He sounds like the narc. Yeah, um, yeah. he played a lot of games. Where, like my mom, like my mom was hospitalized um, mm-hmm. about five times. I, I remember it. growing up, going to like uh, Westchester mm-hmm. and just visiting her because she wanted to commit suicide or ex- etc. It was just growing up very. So hearing me speak is confirming yeah. things for you. Okay, you know so. Mm-hmm. Listening to that, that's why I was asking how was your healing process because again, my mom, she is an activist for like their, like she's like go see a therapist. Yeah. You know, totally. um, she's still working on herself, you know, like yeah. dealing with abusiveness physically and emotionally. It was a lot to take in. You the know? emotional is worse than the physical. I by believe the way. I, I agree with you. It's, I, yeah. It is. So, and I, so that's why I was just wondering because I didn't go to therapy, but I do have a, like, I have, like you, I, I went through a spiritual awakening. Yes. I, ha- I It's very, like, uh, like my sister, she's um, very spiritual. Uh, she's in the process of, you know, going through, uh, becoming a coach. My cousin as well, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. so so on forth. So speaking with, with them, especially with my cousin, she helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. And she had told me, there was, she was like, there was a lot of moments where I saw you wanted to give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I applaud you for doing the therapy because again, I know romantically is it's, it's a lot to take in because I do agree with, I do agree with you with once you go, you know, once it becomes sexual, you do exchange that energy. People do not realize this. Soul ties are very hard to break. (laughs) It is. So Mm -hmm. once you go that route, it's just, it's harder to, to, you know, break the cord. Yeah. You know, um, so, but even just dealing with like parents Listening to you, I, you know, you didn't. I didn't realize 
about narcs even with parents until speaking with you yeah and the thing too our our parents didn't have social media see we have access to so much information and social media is exposing this behavior left and right now and um the the education's getting out there there's many life coaches that are pushing this out i mean it's all over youtube there's a whole underground community hundreds of thousands of people that have been abused by narcs so it's getting out how is it like right now with this whole pandemic i you mm -hmm. know that was another reason why I wanted to speak on this because I feel like so many people, I know the rise during this Domestic pandemic. violence went up during COVID. <laughs> yes, it did. Because these people are, you know, victims are trapped indoors with their abusers. Yes. If, if you're stuck 24 hours, you can't go to work because we're in quarantine, the narc's going to take advantage. He's, he's going to torture you because he knows nobody's looking. So, so. how can, like... I, I was looking up that. I know there was a few, like, programs trying to, like, work with certain people. Like, how can, do you have any resources that you can provide? Or did you, during this pandemic, where you, can you, like, did you come to, to like, helping others um, during this pandemic? I'm constantly helping people every day. I mean, the amount of inquiries I get. Um, I do phone, phone consults. But um, my girl, Chrissy Monroe of Love & Hip Hop New York, she has a nonprofit for domestic violence. She's a domestic violence advocate. Um, wonderful organization, Survive to Thrive Global out of New York. So I refer, you okay. know, um, majority, you know, the, my clients that are from this area, New York, Jersey, and nearby you know, to her. Yes, yes. I'm um, Chrissy. I've reached out to her as yeah, well. Yeah, Chrissy's a beautiful person, yes. and she she does so much um, for victims, you know, and not for clout. Like she's done things on a low, and she, she's very genuine. So, um, and the national um, domestic violence hotline. Okay. You know, because every state is different when it comes to DV, and um, every state does not recognize emotional abuse. I'm working on something now where I'm I'm proposing a bill to lawmakers here. Okay. Because um, number one, we need a mental health professional, whether it's a psychiatrist, whatever, in the family courtroom with the judge. Because a mm. lot of these children in custody and visitation battles, the judge will send the child to the abuser. That parent is a narc, a sociopath. That's why we see children getting molested. Mm -hmm. We see children getting murdered by their own parents because the judge does not have the mental uh, professional background okay. to make a right decision. I think both parents should have um, full-blown evaluations. I thought they do that. Like, I, no. no. Oh. I battled for almost 18 years in the family court system in New York, and, and um, I was successful, but his mental health never came 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 up he he's narcissistic he's bipolar and schizophrenic all together never came up one time um in in the so you know i i think um and new york is the leading state in the nation we make laws and stuff you know we got a great governor cuomo we put things into effect and then the rest of the nation ends up following suit so i want to propose a few bills we need a registry for emotional abusers okay um Emotional abuse should be recognized as domestic violence and judges and law enforcement, they should be trained, but see a lot of law enforcement, they are narcs too. Ugh, this is so deep. Um, I just think it should be a grassroots effort to at least save our babies and educate our babies on what this is and college students. I want to teach this. 
I've been accepted into a, a doctorate's program, PhD for psychology, and I hope to teach okay. in schools. Um, at least teach people how to identify this in every situation, whether it's romantic, work, family. What was the youngest like that you spoke with and had to, had to help them identify like the traits of uh, you know of them being surrounded by narcissism? My daughter at fourteen. Wow. Um, she's twenty now, but um, I had to very carefully, uh, without bad mouthing her father. Okay. And this is what a lot of parents. Um, Co-parenting with a narc is hell because they don't co-parent. They counter parent. Okay. They go against everything. And it's the child's the pawn piece. It's really just to make your life a hell and to keep control and access to you. That child, they, they trap their victims through pregnancy and marriage. Mm. So you're locked into the abuse. And the child is, is deep, right? Is it making sense and confirming things? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the hood. Now let me stop. Yeah. Like <laughs> so it, it, it's, um, I would like to get with some lawmakers. I've met with one already from the Bronx. Okay. And um, we got to do something because it's out of control. So why do you feel, because you mentioned it twice, women, narcs are worse than men. Why? Um, you know, men don't solve problems the way that we do men mm. men men do things the hard way and they don't want your help they got to figure it out by themselves and the female's already at the at the finish line mm -hmm. the female narcissist um well them they're, they're both predators male or female they're they're predators you know, the male has to use his charm or whatever, but the female, we got our boobs, we got our makeup, we got our hips, our butt. We have a lot to work with to seduce, mm -hmm. you know, on top of the game. Females are dangerous, and they're more cunning. They're just quick, um, you know. A regular marriage, husband and wife, the wife is the multitasker, and she brings out the best in the man because she's, she's on it. Yeah. Man cannot survive without, you know, a woman, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so in a toxic relationship, if you're, if the female is the narcissist, she's plotting and planning um, way ahead. And she's going to use everything in her arsenal, her charm, her body. Men don't have all of that. Yeah. So women are just more conniving and way ahead of the game. Gotcha. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Now, like, now when it comes to romantic, like, what are the characteristics to identify, like, if you are in a romantic relationship with a narcissist? If you're dating, we'll, we'll start with dating. It's, it's hard because they're covert, and they have done this with so many victims, they got the game down packed. Okay. And what I, what I tell people to do when you're dating, don't stop sleeping with people, number one, because a narcissist uses sex that's their number one weapon to lock in their victims. Okay. Okay. They're not very intelligent. Well, some of them are very intelligent. Excuse me. Um, when you're dating, you have to be, a, you have to investigate. People are so scared to ask questions. Um, your first few dates should be very in-depth conversations about mental health. Okay. Because they will stray from that. Like I said, they don't. They don't believe in inner work, introspection, and some of them will 
play. I've seen spiritual narcissists. Okay. We got pastors really? in the church fronting this narc. Oh yeah. The church is one of the worst places. Churches, um, spiritual healers that are narcissists mm. and they thrive off the attention from the congregation. It feeds their ego. So they're abusing the religion and the faith for their own selfish Okay. Needs. Okay. So you gotta be careful of that. But I, I tell people when you're dating, you've got to be nosy. You've got to ask those questions. What is your criminal background? Any DV? They're not going to be honest. You know, don't believe everything you hear. Not a single word. This person has to be transparent. If they really like you. They will have no problem being transparent. Yeah. And showing you the proof. Because people are so quick, oh, they fall in love with the looks, the money, the charm, and they're not, you know, and they go jump in the bed with them. And you skip the whole process of doing the work and investigating and just sitting back, you know, um, giving them enough rope to hang themselves. Narcissists do not stay consistent. That's another thing. Okay. They can only keep that mask on for so long before it slips and that true character comes out. Okay. So if you are patient enough to just be friends with this person and just monitor their behavior, the patterns. Do they do what they say? Are they are who they are? Mm. Are they being consistent? And, and furthermore, dig into their childhood. I tell ladies, if you're on a date with a man, um, you got to find out what his relationship is with his mother because that's where he learns everything about a woman first and foremost. And if she's narcissistic and an abuser, she's been grooming him since to be an abuser. Okay. And it's, Oh my God. He is her husband. She's trained him. And if he introduces you to mom, she's going to fill you out and test you. If okay. she cannot manipulate and control you as she does her son, Mm. she's going to help her son cheat on you and get you out the picture till she finds oh someone God. suitable. Go ahead. Just no, like her. Oh, is it resonating? You know anyone like this? Uh, my mom with my father. My okay. grandmother was at a point like she <laughs> held to my head. So that's why I'm like, oh my God. It's yeah, like. Yeah. It, um, narcissists work together. Um, it's some type of universal code where whether they know each other or not, whether they're related, they come together. This is why Trump is in office because his supporters are sociopaths and narcs and they come together. And that, you know, that's another thing not to get off the subject, but Democrats, so much is going on where Kanye's over here trying to divide our vote. And then we got this and that they're trying to divide the democratic vote up because the Republicans are going to come together and put him back in office. We got to be careful. Narcs, always stick together to wipe out one target mm. It's something it's, I, I, I say it's a spiritual, it's a spiritual thing because it's like they can pick up on each other's energy and they just come together to destroy one target. So, you know, that's just another example, but that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, I could talk about this for hours. No, this, no, I mean, you know, I think it's dope because again, like it's informative and, I, there's a lot of people who are not aware of this, you know, yeah. and, you know, I like this three girls in the family and the rest are guys, you know, mm -hmm. and then we grew up, you know, I've, you know, my, my life story, I grew up just 
it was very hard and difficult, yeah, you know, I'm and, sure. and it's, and it's, you know, it's when you grow, I, I was able to forgive a lot and, and I'm in a great place now, mm-hmm. especially like spiritually, yeah. like emotionally and things like that. But it took work. Yeah. You know, um, but again, I had to recognize everything you're, you're mentioning. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't even know what the word narcissistic meant until I was, that was, they called me a narcissist, you know, like, you know, they, I, I had no clue of that word. Yeah. A lot of people don't. And I was just like, I remember again, like, um, I had to call an ex mm-hmm. and I was like, can I ask you a question? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, do you think I'm narcissistic? Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. do I, ca- do I have any of the characteristics of being a narcissist? And she was just like, honey, you're egocentric. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, you're nowhere near narcissist. Like, uh, but again, it's it still, still, it was still in the back of my head, in my mind. And speaking with so many other people, as far as like just hearing their, you know, like their story on personal um, mm-hmm. life and stuff like that, and a lot of people are not aware. Some of the, I, I feel like, especially growing up a certain way, like because it was programmed within their parents. Mm-hmm. Again, like you mentioned, they it, it, they didn't re- recognize it for, yeah. for some, you know, yeah. you know. For me, I, I it took me to recognize it, at, you know, as a as an adult. And I didn't like listening to you mention how the the mother helps the son, you know, She's in the, the sense. ringleader. That's where yeah, you learned it, it from. Yeah. I'm just like you, you mentioned that. And I'm like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. I remember my mom would tell stories on how. Like, my father would have his, uh, you know, like, his mistress, and my grandmother would be there. Like, nothing. Like, you know, she wasn't a fan of my mom. They enabled their sons. Um, I've had it where, you know, the guy I was dating, his mother invited the side chick over for dinner behind my back. Mm. The mothers are the ones that enable their sons to be abusive. And the mother already knows from day one when she meets you, that the the relationship is going to be sabotaged. She's trained her son to sabotage all his relationships because once he does that, he runs back to her mm-hmm. and she gets to maintain the control. She wants to be the superior woman in control. She does not want to lose control over her son, no matter how old he gets. Wow. And if he marries a woman like her, then that's double. That's a double bonus because she gets to manipulate and control two people instead mm. of one. So that's why a lot of women will say, why do I see, you know, I, go, I went to a cookout or a family event that my guy invited me to and I saw his ex sitting there with his mother. Yeah, the mother invited the ex-girlfriend or the ex-wife. Because that ex-girlfriend, ex-wife is probably a narc too. Okay. And that's the throw in your face to intimidate you because you're the stronger woman and, and you're not letting her manipulate or control you or you, you know, the mothers are, are, are very, um, financially abusive too. They'll try to get money and favors out of you. Okay. She knows you're, you know, you want to marry my son. You're the, you know, daughter-in-law and all that. You got to do some things to fit in with family. Mm. If you don't allow us to c- control and manipulate you. I'll help get you about the picture. Oh, wow. I will help my son replace you. And she works with them. They work together. It's sick. He hates her, by the way. They have a love hate relationship. Because I've seen it where the guy I'm dating, I've dated a couple that completely disrespected their mothers in my face, like called them bitches and everything. Wow. 
okay. threatened to hit their mother, all that. And I've had to step in and get in between to break them up. But when I broke up, she was helping him to come against me in court when I was trying to get a restraining order. They, they, they hate their sons and love their sons. And it's the same. The sons hate and love, but they'll come together to wipe out an innocent target. Okay. That mother is a ringleader. She's the worst. She's vicious. Now, domestic, like, uh, let's just say domestic violence now. Mm -hmm. um, the abuser. Are there, like, what are, are, are the percentage of, like, those who abuse, um, you know, like, their victims? Would you say 100% of them, like, most of the time they're narcissistic? Or it's just, like, it, can they be abusive and not have uh, any characteristics of being uh, narcissistic? Um, I, th I would say a small percentage because we all, I, I've had my toxic ways Okay. and I'm woman enough to sit here and hold myself accountable. Um, narcissistic fleas, things that I picked up from being around toxic family. Okay. And I had to catch myself. Okay. But with therapy and research and introspection, I corrected that shit. Okay. Once I realized, oh shit, you're doing what they're doing. So that's why I was asking you yeah. because, again, when I was questioning myself, right, um, again, it became abusive. And it was to a point where, you know, she would take me out of character. Mm -hmm. And I, like, there was time, like, once or twice without her striking me first, I was just like, you know, mm -hmm. and that dug deep in me. Like, so that's why, again, I'm just like, can't. I would tell people, like, listen, I've, when you mentioned when you're dating somebody, ask them about their mental upbringing. health, their, the, yeah. their, you know, upbringing, mm -hmm. um, their relationship. And, you know, I, I was, I'm with her and I'm telling her, like, I had to tell them, like, I was an abusive relationship. Like, it got out of hand. And, you know, I have put my hands on this person. And it's not something to be proud of. I have to take accountability of what I did, mm -hmm. you know. So, again, that's why I questioned, am I, am I this person? Okay. I, you know? Um, listen to your story and, you know, based on a lot of the stories my clients have told me, narcs gaslight. Okay. I've done things where I've acted completely out of character because this person, they will push you yeah. to the point it's like, it's like, you know, going into a bear cave while a bear is hibernating and you're poking him with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> then you wake him up and he bites your fucking leg off. Then you want to run and cry victim. That's what the narcissist does. Mm. Um, there's something called reactive abuse. Okay. That's what you're describing. That's when the abuser is, is relentless with his abuse and the victim snaps and mm. fights back. Okay. So whether it's physical, verbal, whatever, however you came, she did something enough to get you up out of character. You were reacting to her provoking. That's re reactive abuse. Okay. And there's a lot of literature on it on the internet. It is considered domestic violence. Um, what are some red flags to notice that, like, somebody, I know dating, you know, but some, like, I feel like sometimes when you like a per like you mentioned, you overlook a person and, and, and like for me, I feel like there were some ref flags, but I overlooked it. Everybody overlooks red flags with an arc. Um, 
they're, you know, okay, I didn't mention this. They abuse, their abuse cycle consists of three components. Love okay. bombing is the first phase. What's that love bombing? Um, love bombing is when in the very beginning they are super romantic. They sweep you off your feet. Okay. I want to get married. You're my soulmate. I want to be with you forever. All my exes are crazy. You're the better one from all my exes. That's a sign too. When they bash their exes, that is huge glaring red flag. Okay. That's all grooming and psychological training to get you to feel, you know, they're putting you up on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So love bombing is excessive adoration, fake promises, um, everything. You're the love of their life. And it's so, it feels so good and it's very fast paced. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. You know, when someone is moving very fast in the very beginning and they're coming on hot and heavy, no, you got to pace. Because this person's moving fast and they're, they're, they're love bombing you so heavy, you don't take the time out to pump the brakes because it feels so good. Mm-hmm. You know, we all want to be loved. And when you get in something like this, it feels really good. So that love bombing is abuse because they're prepping you to hook you. They got to love bomb in order to hook you. Okay. When they hook you, then it goes into phase two, the devaluation phase. Okay. This is where the gaslighting, um, invalidation, they start playing mind games. One day they're fucking fine and happy. Things are great. And the next day they flip. Mm-hmm. It's like a bipolar, you know, it's, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. One minute it's great. The next it's mood it's, swings it's, just fluctuates like. up and down, up and down, up and down. And what that does, they're creating a trauma bond. Okay. Because one minute, you know, um, you're like, is this normal? And then the next, okay, we're back to normal. I love him. I think we'll be okay. Then the next minute, it's back to the bullshit again. Okay. And that's, they're doing this to groom you and, you know, to prepare. It's, it's like the Stockholm Syndrome, you know, where the captor captures somebody at gunpoint and they train, they train the victim not to leave. So if the victim has an opportunity to escape, He's not going to escape because he's too scared. Mm -hmm. The captor has groomed him to be too scared to escape. Even with the door open and they have opportunity to run, they're not going to leave. That was done in slavery too, slavery days. Okay. Um, The Willie Lynch thing where they trained the slaves by tearing apart one slave, you know, tying his limbs to a horse and beating him and torturing him in front of all the other slaves. It sent a psychological message you don't do what I tell you. This is what's going to happen to you. Yes. So the narc is all that's it's psychological grooming. You're going to take all this abuse from me and I'll make you scared of leaving me. Mm. That's why some people, well, majority of victims are so drawn. It takes, you know, you could break up a hundred times and you go, ro- ba- go right back. Mm-hmm. That's because they've groomed you. Okay. And you don't realize you're being groomed. You're being abused in very small doses. Hmm. They're very calculated at this. Okay. The third final phase is discard. That's where they kick you off that pedestal. They've been cheating behind your back the whole time with your replacement. Yes. And once they kick you off that pedestal, this person is all ready to take over your spot. That's why they rebound immediately. That person been there. Yes. Yes. And this person nine times out of 10 is a downgrade and they knew all about you. 
They seek out people more so like them because they need an accomplice. Okay. And that's why when, you know, you're trying to move on, they use this person to spy, stalk, retrieve information. It's like a tag team effort to further harass and abuse you. Gotcha. And again, this goes back to your family. You have family members that do this. Your parents do it too. Mm -hmm. So it's a repetitive pattern. Once you learn this stuff and you spot it, it's like Neo from the movie Matrix. It's like you have an awakening. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And you can stop them in their tracks when you see it happening. So I hope you're learning a lot. I am. <laughs> no, this is... Now, what I'm curious about, uh, I know you, you, you have your book, How to Defeat a Narcissist, in 2018. Yes. So what made you make like publish this book? Um... Well, I'm a writer. A, okay. lot of, a lot of people don't know my background. I am a former journalist of XXL Magazine. Um, I wrote for XXL for two years. I wrote for K Slay, um, DJ K Slay, shouts out to him, uh, three years before I went to XXL. So I have a history of journalism. Um, my degrees are all in... Um, I know, I noticed that. You have... Yeah, the, so I'm a, media, I'm a media person. Okay. So I, I love to write. But, you know, and I've, I've done a lot in the industry. However, I didn't feel like I was living in my purpose. We all have a purpose. Yes. We just got to find out what it is. And for me, I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe the reason you keep going through all this stuff is because there's so many people in this world that are going through it too. And maybe it's time that you expose it and tell, tell your story. It's going to open the door. And that's all I did. This is my, my, my story. Yeah. My life. And I didn't think it would take on... You know, it, it, it opened a lot of doors. I started my YouTube channel as a documentary to vent, and people just took to it. Oh, wow. And um, it's growing. It's growing slow. I don't care about numbers as long as I'm helping people. Yeah. This is my purpose. That's awesome. This, this is my life purpose. Everything that happened to me was not in vain. And for those that know the story of Moses, narcissism is biblical. There's many narcs in the Bible, but the story of Moses and Pharaoh, it's, it's, it's like what you, me, and any other victim has gone through. Moses was the empath in a family full of narcs. They kicked him out of Egypt. He was isolated, and he probably didn't want to live. He was struggling to get through that desert, but he found out what his purpose was in isolation once he got out of that toxic family. Mm -hmm. And then... God, once he had to talk with God and he knew who he was, God, God sent him back in there to clean house. So when you get away sense. from this stuff, you heal and you do the research and you know, you start learning who self is. You got to be strong in yourself. Thank the narcissist. It was a horrible experience, but dealing with this person will, will help you connect with yourself. Yes, I agree. They're never going to get it. And that's their punishment and that's their karma. They're, they, they spend the rest of their lives with a dark cloud over their head. And they, they, they make it worse. They go from person to person. They have a long string of broken relationships and, and they just create drama everywhere they go. Mm. That's no type of life to live. Yeah. We have the power to control our future and be happy. And that's learning who you are and living free and happy once you get away from this shit. I agree. Yes. I, I so agree with you. <laughs> now, in the midst of having this book, though, like, I know you mentioned you were 
your husband or well, your ex, right? Mm-hmm. Your ex husband. Have several. <laughs> <laughs> so dealing with that, like that, um, were you in the midst of like just still learning the the you know like the fact that you were in this narcissistic romantic relationship, like, or you already done it? It's already done and over with. Ooh. Um, it was done and over with when I wrote the book. Okay. But even you know, I knew a lot. But with these characters, they are just learning new manipulation tactics day by day because they know we're catching on to them and they're being exposed every day. So they got to constantly change like chameleons to manipulate. Don't I'm so against online dating. Um, They just finding new ways to suck in victims. Mm. So. you know, it's funny. Yeah, I'm not a fan of online. Don't like, do it. I've Don't. never done it in the past. Like, I, I, I'd rather have that personal yeah. interaction. Like, yeah. I need to see how your energy is. Like, yeah. you know, so you're like, like me. I don't. I can't because you. They can lie and do. They can have <laughs> double, triple lives and be on. And a lot of them do be married. Mm. And, and another thing too, a lot of them are psychopaths or stories where they meet up with women and murder them. Yeah, I heard about. That. I don't believe in online dating at all. It's it's a trap. For predators. You know what I'm curious now? Like, knowing that you worked in the music industry, <laughs> I, I can imagine. Flooded. Yeah. Flooded. Flooded with, with narcs. Flooded. Yes. It's like, it's, 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 I had, a, I had a lot of experiences, but I'm grateful because it toughened me. Okay. Toughened me. I worked for, um, I interned for Hot 97. Okay. And I worked around male DJs. Uh, I was on shift with Mr. C, uh, Funk Flex, Dennis Rivera, Ebro would be in and out, in and out. And it was it, all types of men. And Kiss, Kiss um, was across the hall, too. So it was DJs in and out all day. So that was an experience. I'll just leave it at that. And okay. I, had to I was adapt- just like, how was that experience? <laughs> yeah, I'll put it to you this way. They didn't baby me. They were on my ass every day. And mm. it's like this. You know how many interns would kill to be in your seat right now? This is hot 9-7. Mm-hmm. You better act like you know or you can get the hell out. We'll have have someone in your seat tomorrow. Yeah. I and I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry, but I get it now. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't change it for the world. It, it toughens me because that this industry will eat you alive. It would. Oh my God. So, um, yeah, I've had a lot and I, um, I did very well. So I don't know where this is going to take me, but when it gets to that level, I'll be prepared. So what are we expecting with, um, with that book, with your book, with this book? Yes. With this one. I, 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 you know, is it just like a simple like guideline? It's, it's a very basic, um, or like, are there stories in there as far as like um, other people, like you know, their experience or stuff like that? No, I kept it really basic because people are just learning about it. So okay. I wanted to keep it like um, very light, but to the point. Okay. And I had people get in my inbox. Oh my god, I read this book in a day. I've read it two and three times. Wow. This is my situation, but I made it really easy for people to digest. Now my future books, I'm gonna go in depth. Okay. Okay, I have my next book. Um, I have a couple books. Mother Made You, Mother Fuck You is about the relationship between a toxic narcissistic mother and her son mm. and how she grooms her son to be a fuckboy to destroy and manipulate all his adult relationships. That's how the fuckboy is created, his mother. Behind every fuckboy is a toxic mother. I promise. 
I promise. I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense yeah. if you look like if you look at the relationship with a lot of men. Um, you know, it's usually it it usually has to do it, it's their mother. You know, you. I was telling. I, I mentioned. Um, I think we mentioned it yesterday. Or like, I rather do. I rather do with none. However, but like. There's a difference between people who have the mommy issues yeah, and the, the daddy, daddy issues. issues. Some have both. Yeah, some have both. But mm-hmm. the mommy issues, yeah. woo yeah. yeah. those are bad. Like, yeah. um, Because, you know, mom, it's, 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 it's the guilt. Because she can abuse you and love you in the same. That's the problem. They, you know, these women are teaching men that abuse equals love. Hmm. So if mommy lets me curse and do this and do that and be disrespectful, I can disrespect my mama all day long. Why can't I do it with all the other women I date? So it's her fault. And she knows damn well what she has done, how she has raised him because she's calculated herself. Do you usually get like mothers who are narcissistic with their daughters or yes. is this, what's the percentage like with that? Do you know? Like, I don't know the percentage. I will just say it's, it's, it is very common. My mother's narcissistic. It's very common. Um, a narcissistic mother, if there's more than one daughter in the family, what usually happens, one daughter will be picked on. That narcissistic mother will be jealous of her own daughter. She's always competing with her daughter, belittling her daughter, Mm. trying to fuck her daughter's boyfriends or husbands, flirt with the husband. If her daughter's being abused, she'll side with her daughter's abuser instead of protecting her daughter. If her husband molests her daughter, she will take the side of her husband and discard her daughter. All that's happened to me. Okay. So the narcissistic mother hates her daughter incredibly jealous of her but if she has a daughter that's her favorite the golden child Mm -hmm. she will groom this daughter that she loves so much to be a duplicate of her Mm. she's going to turn her daughter into a narcissist shower her with gifts because she wants to keep control of her daughter even into the adulthood i have a younger sister my mother did it with my sister okay so my sister is a baby narcissist but my mother brags about her morning noon and night and, um, like she's the only child she has two. I have a brother. Okay. And my, my mother completely discards me and my brother and we're more successful than my sister. Like me and okay. my brother have done things to make the whole family proud. Was he able to overcome, you know, like everything and healed as, as well? Or? Yeah. Um, he hates her. Okay. I think he has more healing to do to get to the point where he's completely indifferent, but he, he, he wants nothing to do with her ever again. All she has is one child left. And that's why she showers my sister with gifts because she has one child left. Yeah. And she has to stay good. If something happens to her or anything. What happens when you lose control? Like what happens? Like what, when what, the narcissist, yeah. they, they implode, like, they, you know, um, that rage, they rage. Really? And whoever is around, whether they're blood relative or not, they're going to catch that rage. Mm. You know, I will say it's inspiring. It's inspiring with the fact that, you know, you were able to overcome so much. You're very much, you're accomplished in many ways, you know? Thank you. And um, 
I feel like you know why? Because I'm, I'm like, I, I know there were moments they had to. They, I know there were moments where you wanted to give up. Oh God, I was suicidal at times. And how, how did you overcome that? Um, my spirituality, because I, you know. So how long you've been diving? How how long have you been spiritual? Like, we're diving into spirituality. How long have this been? This journey has been in your you know it's weird when i was a little girl um me and my father my dad would take me to bible study groups and stuff okay now he's a covert narc and he's what i like to call a spiritual i want to say spiritual but a religious narc he's one of those narcs that hide behind the bible and they manipulate and Mm -hmm. use the bible you're going to go to hell if you don't do this and you you know I, i i'm your father the bible says you better honor me and, and don't disagree with me. It's everything's mm. the Bible's used to manipulate. Uh, yeah, I agree. I... <laughs> okay. So, um, I, 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 you know what? This is such a touchy thing here. If you don't feel comfortable, that's totally fine. Um, I'm just trying to find the word wording. I want to, I want to say, um, Let's get back to it because I'm I'm trying to circle and think of, of what how to elaborate on that. Um, it's just growing up in this stuff. The thing that frustrates me the most is the length of time that it took to tap into the spiritual awakening mm-hmm. because we don't have you know time is of the essence. Mm-hmm. None of us are promised tomorrow. Right. I learned my purpose, but I'm like, wow, I wish I would have learned this a long time ago because who wants to keep jumping from one abusive relationship to the next? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I do. uh, You know, I I get it. I told I get it, you know. um, But then I also again, like you said, like. You have to, I guess you have to learn that this is part of the process because look where you're at right now, you know? And unfortunately at that given moment, yes, we went through hell and back, right? And, you know, um, just the fact that you were able to realize your worth and not go move forward and, you know, commit suicide, it's just, it speaks volume, you know? So... Again, I, 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 it's inspiring. Thank you. So thank you for not even for not. Thank you for not going that route. You know why? Because I'm here with you today. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's confirmation for me too. But that's you know, I spend a lot of time aside from you know educating people on NPD. I spend a lot of time empowering people. As these people come to me, I mean, completely depleted, mm-hmm. feeling worthless, and um. Because a narcissist does a good job at destroying your self-esteem. I mean, and then when they rebound and they're already in a relationship mm-hmm. the day after you break up and they're with somebody new, oh my they're going to rub this person in your face. Absolutely. They're going to make it seem like they're giving this new person the world and, and you know, see how you messed up. Now, I'm a, everything that you want, I'm going to give to this new person. They're deliberately using this new person to punish you. Mm-hmm. But this new person doesn't even know. They're in for the same ride. They're going to get abused, if not worse, than you. The okay. narc repeats the cycle with every victim. It's just a matter of who stays and puts up with it and who leaves. If they get another narcissist, that other narcissist might stay with them for the long haul, like Will and Jada. 
was I wanted to speak to you about that because your perspective was eye-opening <laughs> for me. I'm I'm here like speaking like, well, you know. Um, Do you see why I said it now after a yeah. sitting there? Okay, it's making sense. It, okay. it is making sense. So like, again, I'm like going back. I'm like here on Sunday, you know, when I have my show, I'm like, you know, they're in the long run, you know, like you have to fight in a, you know, for your relationship. You know, I feel like my perspective on that was at the end of the day, I know a lot of people said, you know, it's, abusive i get the abusive part with um with that but i also like i guess my thought of with that was just as far as um august like bro you knew she was in a relationship that was my thing Mm -hmm. like if you knew she was in a relationship marriage at that Mm -hmm. you should have known better that that was my response Mm -hmm. to that but a lot of people and there's a lot of misinformation a lot of people don't know that she was the one that called him with her marital problems. She opened up that door. He's a young man. He's in his 20s. No young boy is going to turn down sex. No, I, I know that. And she has a sex addiction. She's admitted this. Okay. Um, the narc came out in her. I mean, she just, I don't know what to say about her. But she was the one to open that up. She called him venting about her marital problems okay okay and this is a, a woman that's old enough to be his mother she yeah. knew she knew what she was doing um so instead of her going to a counselor a therapist with her marriage problems she chose a victim which makes her a predator and at the time we gotta remember he's on drugs mental illness dying from liver disease lost several family members, mm-hmm. sister died, he's raising his kids. This is a young 20-something-year-old man with all of this on his shoulders. He's way more broken than she is. And her and Will have been cheating on each other so much over the years. She wasn't that broken because he's been cheating and she's cheated before. Mm-hmm. They've just been good at keeping it private from us. This is only out because August slipped up. Now, has she cheated with a more mature adult man, it'd probably still be a secret. Yeah. They wasn't expecting August to say something. I'm glad he did because he's a victim of a narcissist. And things like this need to get exposed so we can learn about it. No, I, I, I again, like, I, <laughs> you hear, like, speaking about this, I'm like, bro, I, I'm like, I'm not looking at it. It's I, deep, honey. It it's is deep. deep. It is mm-hmm. deep. It, for deep. me, like, speaking with you about this, it, I'm like, oh, my God, so much counseling needs to be done with, like, with a person who dealt with all of this. It's very, it's... It's yeah. a trauma. It is. And it's, you carry it for a long time. It can scar you for life. Um, but see, the power, you know, I, I, I'm not here by coincidence. Someone referred me, and it turned out to be a blessing because you learn so much. And through your platform, we can help other people once you no, air this. No, definitely. You know, I've always, like, I've wanted to dive into, like, doing events as far as like informing other people like just yeah no we definitely would like i would like to speak with you because it was very deep rooted for me um and i'd never realized how i'm not gonna say damaged i was but um i was very toxic and it was i was it's not only because of my last relationship but it was also because of the way i grew up yes you know so again when me and my past went out separate ways, I'm okay speaking about it now. Yes. You know, without even crying about it or feeling like That's I'm a this great total sign. 
loser because I felt like I wasn't enough. That was a, that's a great sign that you feel that way. So now where I'm at, and then I'm in a I I'm in such a healthy relationship. It's you know what's the sad part is that when you're in a healthy relationship and you don't even know how to handle that. That's a lot of victims um, that jump into new relationships that are healthy. They they struggle with that. Yeah, it's like a struggle. it's a struggle when you leave somebody that was incredibly abusive, and then things are now calm. It's it's like wow, you know, or you're like you catch yourself like if you want to yeah. like like go, like relapse like it's like <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot to take in so I've I've always wanted to help others with this situation because again like you mentioned it's now because of social media it's in the light oh yeah big time and a lot of people weren't like a lot of people not not only is in the light but accepting it yeah. That's one of the biggest challenge. Yeah. For me, I didn't accept what I was going through because I've had my mother mention it to me. Mm-hmm. My younger sister was like, girl, you're not, what are you, like, if anything, I'm the narcissist. Like, yeah. my, this is my younger sister at that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, just having people come to me and they were just like, especially, like, recent, they're like, yo, you're such in a different light. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for them to tell me, like, I could see, so, like, you're glowing, you're... You know, it's... They suck the life out of you. They do. I mean, um, that's another thing, too. It's not just emotional and psychological damage. It does something to your body internally. I know people have had stroke. Okay. Heart attack. um, Women who have developed fibroids. Okay. Because fibroids um, are developed from stress. Okay. Hair loss, weight gain, weight loss, um, lethargic deep depression, PTSD. So it does something physically too. Okay. It's demonic. I don't mm. care what anyone says this abuse and it has pushed people to suicide. If, you know, if not wanting to commit suicide and you know, you, you have to look at it like, why did God put these type of people on this earth? That's, that's why are you here inflicting so much pain trying to break? You get off on breaking people. Mm. and discarding them like trash after you use them, and then you you jump from one person to the next. There's something wrong spiritually with that. There's no way that these people um, can have any spiritual connection to the universe or God. Absolutely none. Not going around breaking people the way that they do. Wow. And, but then you yet you see them like going, like diving into religion. Oh, yeah, but that's the but, mask. The narcissism. That's why a lot of pastors from mega churches are always in some type of scandals and stuff. They cannot hide the narcissist. That mask will slip. Mm. And they rely on the churchgoers to cover up and enable. So when they do get caught in a scandal, the church is still forgiving. Have you had a client where, you know, like, I'm sure many different stories had was very impactful for you. But is there, like, any... Like a, a client that really touched you, like it brought it's, you to a place where it was just like, damn. It's so many. Um, I've had a few suicide calls. Okay. Where I've talked people out of, you know what's weird? Um, one of my day jobs, I don't work there anymore. I used to work for the attorney general's office. Okay. In the internet bureau. And what we do in the Internet Bureau is um, 
we take on the cyber bullying, we take on any type of crime or scam that happens on the internet. Okay. So I get a billion calls a day from all types of people filing complaints for everything. And majority is cyber bullying or some type of scam. Um, there's a lot of lover scams. People, I don't understand. People get finessed out of, you would be surprised, 50,000, 60,000, 100,000. These are called sweetheart scams. Oh, wow. They never meet the person, but they're just falling in love with the conversation. And this person gets them to wire money through Western Union. That's a narc sociopath. That's no different than online dating. Hmm. You're talking to a predator. And you've never met this person, but you're forking over your money. I've had people call, you know, they've had to sell their stock and just give it over. Wow. Their self-esteem is that low. Wow. But then they get scammed and they call us crying. And I've had to talk people out of suicide even at the job and, you know, referred them to 911. But now that I have my own thing going, I've had to help people out of suicide. And it's scary. I mean, I direct them to resources. But at that moment when someone's like, I can't take this no more, my first instinct is to talk them down. Yeah. That's tough. Because they're not, they know to call 911. They don't want to. They called me for a reason. Absolutely. Because they they need that reason. They know, yeah. like deep inside, is like you want to, you want to like you have you have that thought like yes, you know what, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. But there's still a reason to want to live. Yeah. You just you yourself can't pinpoint the reason why. I've had a few tasks of talking people down from that, and it's it's it wasn't easy. Whew. It's not. What but. is the best way to support a victim of abuse without overstepping, overstepping on boundaries? Listen, never be judgmental. Never tell them, well, you should have did this. They don't need that at the moment. They just need someone to acknowledge the pain. So many people cannot go outside of our community because people are like, just move on. Mm-hmm. People don't know how serious this abuse is. They don't know you've been through hell and back. This is not a regular breakup. Narcissists don't just break up. They break your spirit shit on you. Then they, they run off. And then mm. they get the person that they're with now and they rub it in your face. Because they want you to, to, to stay hurt for a very long time. Then they want to come back and sleep with you again and keep you stuck on them. Mm. So I, you can't explain this abuse to someone who's never gone through it. Because okay. they'll just be like, you just need to move on. That's a, you know, and it's so insensitive. So advice would be, listen. Okay. Um, even if you have your own opinions and stuff, just be a listening ear. Super supportive. Don't let them be isolated. Um, if you can get them to go walking around the block, whatever, get them out. Okay. Because this person needs to rebuild their self-esteem. They need to get back into learning who they are individually. They need to learn to be happy by themselves. They've been taught from childhood that they're nothing unless they're, they're ha they have some type of attachment to somebody. They can't be validated unless they're in some type of relationship or friendship with a toxic person. That comes from mommy and daddy. Mm. So we have to reprogram we got to toss out all that programming that our toxic parents taught us. And we basically have to reprogram and retrain ourselves to love ourselves. 
How long did it take you to like <sighs> years? <laughs> yeah. It was a process. Um lengthy because there were people around me that I didn't realize were narcs and they were so covert with it. Blood relatives. And I could not get to this place until I removed everyone. I had to get rid of mother, father, sister, everyone had to go. And now I'm to the point, I don't feel guilty. I don't go to family events. I don't care if it's funeral, wedding, baby showers. I don't do family whatsoever. Because all you're going to do is talk about me behind mm -hmm. my back or treat me a certain way. Okay. Family can be more toxic than you know, some of your romantic relationships. Yeah. And that can hurt you to the core. So I, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm good. That's why I sit here comfortably. I can talk about this all day. Well, I'm glad um, you're in a good space. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. I just want people to start healing because it's, it's, some people are broken beyond yeah. repair. This stuff will break you in half. You know, um, yeah. You know, as I mentioned, I would definitely love to like, you know, once we were done, um, Again, I do a lot of events, and I've yeah. done tours and stuff like okay. that. But it's 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 very crucial for people to learn this, these things. Now you have a responsibility. I know. I've passed this knowledge on, <laughs> and that's my job. I tell people, I said, I want to create more leaders. And I said, the, vic the, the narc wants to silence you. That's another thing. Abusers always want to silence their victims. You need to tell your story. Write a book. I don't care what you do. Don't let the abuser silence you. know what's crazy? You. Like with her, right? I have wrote a song. Okay. And, That's another and way. They had heard, the, 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 my past heard the song. Uh -huh. I never put it out there. And they were just like, because they were that person, they were just like, don't put it out. I put a lot of information out there. Mm -hmm. So then I let her hear it. And she's like. To be honest, I think it's a great song. Mm -hmm. I think you should go for it. Yeah. So, but like, and I brought it up because you're saying like they will silence you. There was many times I wanted to say so many things, but Put it was that just song like out. What do you think? All these hip hop artists and, and musicians they write about their life experiences. You're absolutely right, but I, but I'd rather sit here and let those... the best music comes <laughs> from broken relationships and bouncing back. Come on, no, put you're that right. song out, please. <laughs> they, the, the the abuser. They don't want you to tell because they're fearful of being exposed. And that's okay because they're going to expose themselves. They keep doing this to other people. They hang themselves, man. Mm. So you, you know, I tell people, now that you're learning about this, save somebody else. No, I definitely save will. Save somebody else. I think, one of the, I think one of the best things that I did after my breakup was that I decided, I told myself, I, like you mentioned, I, I don't want to be with anyone. Right. And I told myself, I do not, like, I wanted to be, I, I decided to stay, um, like, abstinent. Like, I was just like, no sex. Right. No. Which is good for the brain. Know. Keeps your, clar your brain, your mind clear. Yes. You don't need to have sex. Abstain. No, it, yeah. it definitely. And, I, you know, I told myself, I was just like, I'm going through this process. You know, um, then eventually, six months later, down the line, I fell victim to that person, mm -hmm. right? I gave in. And after that, when I got, like, turned down, she, like, I was just like, you know what, V? This just, I was completely broken, but not because of what they did to me or what they said at that, you know, it was just the fact I was broken within myself. Yeah. Disappoint, it was more of a disappointment within myself. Mm -hmm. So at this point, I was just like, you know what? I just have to restart. Restart. 
And now this puts, at this point, like truly, that was just the spark. Yeah. And I tell anyone this, like, if you feel like you was in an emotional, mental, um, whatever relationship you were in, like, take that time. You need to learn how to love yourself first. Yeah. That's what I felt like I had to, like, that's what I was doing. I was diving deep. I was facing inner demons. I had to learn to love myself. And I'm still learning to love myself completely and fully, you know. I'm there but, you know, I still have, like, certain things that I have to... I, nobody... No one is, you know, like, for me, I'm that's just like... That's growth, please. You know, yeah, that's, I, that's how I look at it. And I'm very much proud of myself with that. But I want to take this, you know, information that I learned within myself, my process, and help others. Yeah. Having you here, this is why, again, I was so excited. <laughs> like, before you came here, like, I, she had asked me, like... Are you nervous yet? And at first I was like, no, it still hasn't hit me. But then when you text me stating that you were, you were by the Holland Tunnel, yeah. I was just like, oh, my God. Are you kidding <laughs> yeah, me? Like- I'm a regular Joe Schmell. <laughs> I, oh, no. No, I'm, I'm more excited to be here. No, and I, I'm grateful <laughs> for it. I'm grateful for just your story in itself. I'm, uh, again, I just, I'm, I'm thankful for you just... Just your your strong spirit, Thank having this you. strong spirit, overcoming so much, because again, for me, I is inspiring. I look up to you now for that. Thank you, and just remember, you is in law, along with myself and many others. We are the Moses of our family. Always remember that mm-hmm. you are going to be the one to break the generational curse. Yes, that's why we are under attack because we are the Moses. We are appointed. To, to shut this shit that's the toxic shit that keeps getting passed down generation to generation we are the ones appointed to put a stop to this and with that comes the attacks and all the hardships but when you heal and you're on the other side it's amazing you're you're like neo in the matrix can nobody fuck with you can nobody <laughs> man, nobody can mess with you. the narcs will be scared of you mm. and they will know oh we can't pull this on her no. no. Well, thank you. Thank um, you. Where can we find all your information? <laughs> where can they find your book? Just everything that you you have going on. Okay, currently on Amazon, I have two books. Um, this is the Breakup Manual, Value on How to Defeat a Narcissist, and the other book is the Glow Up um, Manual, which is a book of quotes and and um aspirations to help people after the breakup. Okay. They're really funny quotes also. So I have two books, the glow up and this one on Amazon. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm not on Facebook. I don't like Facebook. I don't like for, Facebook either. It's so messy. Um, <laughs> Instagram is, is Instagram and YouTube spiritual whistleblower, all one word, spiritual whistleblower. And, um, you can buy my, products my books i have tank tops i'm going to come out with a whistle i know you have one right now right yes it won't look like this one but (laughs) but the ideal is uh uh, for the whistle is for you know new york state i don't know what it is in jersey might be similar you get caught with a gun it's an automatic three and a half years Mm -hmm. that's thanks to bloomberg did that we have probably the strictest gun yes law in the entire nation and I just feel women need guns. Thank and I you. think it's unfair. Um, something's got to give. There's too many women dying. You know what I'm saying? You go mm-hmm. in the South, you can get a gun. Yeah. No problem. 
get your permit and, and get your, you know, um, conceal um, license or whatever, up here, no. And it's just like, okay, well, the whistle's a great idea because if you're being stalked or whatever and you're out, blow the whistle and run, you know, draw attention to you. And for children, you can teach your children, give your child the whistle too. If you feel someone's stalking you, a strange Mm -hmm. man or whatever, blow your whistle and go get help, run for help. So that's my next thing. I have whistles, tank tops, t-shirts. If you go to my Instagram page, everything's there and my books. Very quickly, (laughs) how long did it take you to write the book? About five weeks. I was just straight in my zone, everything came out. Wow. Yeah. That's quick. I'm a writer. I know you are, but I'm like, dang. Like, <laughs> no, I'm definitely getting a copy. I'm the, and, and I well, need Well, this your, is for I, you. Oh, I'm going to give this to you. And I need your your yes. your, yeah, your autograph. Yes. I need like this the whole. This is yours. Thank and you. And you got to promise me everyone that you come across, you, you put them onto the knowledge in here and you tell your story and you just get this info out. That's all I care about. We got to get this info out because they got their army. Mm-hmm. We got to get ours together. No, we definitely do. Definitely do. Um, I, w- I just want to say thank you again. Thank, thank you. Thank you to everybody who's been watching, um, leaving comments, everything. I appreciate you guys. Um, and you already know your girl V Henny, the artistry and why follow me on all platform. Um, you will find all her information and the details box. Um, I definitely I'm putting everything there. And um, yeah, we're out. The, 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 the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry and why.